you have any fantasy football team this weekend? And how did they get on? To be really good at you need to just take people in, draw people out, and then make sure you're doing these boosts here and there. And I'm like, Got myself in my own fantasy team. Got myself in my own fantasy team. Got myself in my own fantasy team. There's too much tinkering around for me. Straighten the phone and check who the captain was, what points to go, and where they come in the fantasy league. So I don't play it. I, I live in the real world, not the fantasy world. Hello and welcome to Game Week 27 of the Premier Player FPL podcast. Uh, hello to those joining for the first time and hello to regular listeners. Uh, it's been a interesting few days, obviously, with the double game weeks announced and uh, one of us playing a last-minute wildcard. Uh, Mindy would be delighted to see who that was. Um, but nevertheless, uh, we've got, we're looking ahead to the midweek games because obviously 26 is ongoing and then the weekend where there's going to be a lot of free hits flying about. Uh, and from Twitter, there's a lot of familiar names that are kind of building that free hit squad. So we're going to look at a few differentials as well for those who are trying to chase in the mini leagues and looking to progress in the overall rank. So it's, it's a very exciting week, isn't it? Yeah. Before we get into the uh, into the good stuff, just to um, timestamp, because it's a tricky schedule to fit in a podcast this week, we're recording before the second round of the double game week. So it's Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, no, Tuesday afternoon losing days uh so yeah the champions league tonight and um the rest of the double game fixtures for 26 occurring tomorrow and thursday so um any news there we won't be privy to so hopefully hopefully it doesn't change too much um and yeah as ever please drop a, a like and a and a sub on youtube and on Twitter, it's premium underscore FPL, and same on Instagram. Admin out of the way. You love that oh, part of the fr- show, don't It's just, it's just little bits to remember. It's annoying. If if only there was um, if only there was someone whose job it was on YouTube that could put up some prompts, so it was easier. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? There's one other bit I've forgotten. It's a Friday deadline as well this week, so, uh, yeah. Be ready on Friday with your drafts and your free hits and whatnot. Nice. All right, should we get into it? Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about our our twenty sixth that was um, along going at the moment. Obviously, a last minute wild card for for yours truly. Uh, what what did you make of it? Seeing obviously the game fixtures announced. Were you were you um, edging towards a wild card at all? Obviously, it was Friday, wasn't it? These fixtures were announced. 28. Yeah, nobody saw that coming, did they? I don't think anybody predicted there was going to be that announcement. So it took everyone by surprise. And then I think I saw, was it Pras? Pras underscore FPL. He was the first person on the on my Twitter timeline that I saw mention the the wildcard strategy, which uh, then took fire. And uh, y- y- you being the snake that you are, any chance to Go back on what you said on the podcast. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't wait. Well, in, in, my, in my defence, I didn't anticipate these extra fixtures. Although, on the pod, my transfers were going to be a uh, course, weren't they, in Salah Triple Captain? So, I actually think I would have been better off. So, yeah, it's very much easier. Well, if you were in 
if, if you were in Harry Potter and you were putting that that sorting hat on, you, you'd definitely be a Slytherin. That's what I'm saying. Uh, nevertheless, I'll, I'll run through because obviously I did play wild card. Got off to a, a great start with Robbo and Trent not playing. Who uh, saw that coming? Hopefully playing the Leeds game. Um, Ramsdale in net. Most people already got him. Blank. Uh, last minute. Was it 8-7 for something? Brentford scored. Consolation goals. A bit disappointing there. Saiz, two. Uh, Gabriel, same reason. Ram- Ramsdale getting the one point. Yellow card. Coutinho, two. Disappointing. Rafinha coming off the bench to get a goal, but only getting five points uh, against United. Bit annoying. Salah, captain. Probably watching that game. Probably lucky to get away with 10. Interesting to see what he does against... Uh, Leeds Wednesday night was playing Saka 10. Uh, nice transfer there. Jimenez five and assist. And Harry Kane. I was it was either going to be Son and Lacazette or Kane and Saka. And I went with the latter and it, and it paid off. Yeah. Kane finally delivering the goods. Considering I've had him in quite a lot this season and he's blanked a hell of a lot of times. I actually thought he's played really well the last few weeks. I did say that in the last podcast. So did stuck stick with him and uh, beat beat my team. Brilliant, best performance I've seen at the Etihad by an opposition player for quite a long time. Yeah, that was a great, amazing performance from him. But just the, the narrative of it as well after you tried to sign him mm, made, yeah. made it made it more interesting. So, um, how's your? How do you feel about this then? Uh, regret at play, playing it in twenty six? Are you happy with it? I mean. I think Wednesday will be interesting. Liverpool leads. If Salah gets a hat trick, then it's going to be quite a tough one to take. It's interesting but actually because I, I think people who wildcarded in twenty six they got lucky that Salah didn't get more at the weekend because mm. he had eight yeah. eight shots and six chances created. So just to get one goal and three bonus points, I think people who've, who've wildcarded they've um, they've come they've come out decent from that because it could have been so much more. It could get five though, couldn't it? Wednesday night. I think. I think. Other than that, not obviously not looking forward to that game. Hopefully, Robbo and Trent both play. Get a, get an assist between them. That that'll be a nice little differential there. Having to, not many people will have the the Liverpool double up in defence. Um, but yeah, who knows? Ten games left to play here. Where whereas if I didn't play wild card, probably would have had about six, seven. So yeah, see see how those games go. So before I move on to. My team, um, couple of the, what's your, your your ranks now on the screen, isn't it? You've decided it's good enough to promote, <laughs> yeah. Went up, I think it was 370 to 306, 60 points live score. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, it'll keep going up for the next few weeks. So, obviously, my strategy now is going to be free hit 27, bench boost 28. I'm gonna have, I think it's 11 doubles, and then the Liverpool players, I think, is that right? Um. Obviously, it depends actually on the the Arsenal fixture being arranged. It's actually eleven doubles and the and the Arsenal players. So there's um, speculation that they're going to play Chelsea in this double, but it's not been announced yet. So that if that comes off, and I'm, I'll be bench boosting twenty eight when quite a lot of people will be wildcarding, so they won't have the opportunity to bench boost. So yeah, interesting few game weeks ahead, I think. Yeah, I'm I'm actually hoping it's Chelsea Norwich now that gets added into twenty eight, not Chelsea. I think, Arsenal. I think, I think that benefits the wildcarders in twenty eight, doesn't it? Definitely. Yeah. Um, be able to talk more about the various trip strategies in a little bit. Um, moving on to my team. Oh, it's stopped. I mean, it's giving me the same problem that you had. 
Oh, was it moving? There we now? go. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, I stuck with pre. I think I did stick with what I said on the podcast. I think you're asking me was I tempted to wildcard before, but because I had already brought in Salah the week before, it just didn't make yeah. sense to wildcard because the main player that everyone was wildcarding for kind of was already in my team. And yeah, I could get three Arsenal, three Liverpool just with a hit. Unfortunately, my transfer, one of my transfers was Firmino. There wasn't any news of the injury before the deadline. Did you see anything about Firmino being injured? No, I think, yeah. No. He just he, he got asked about it in his post-match and he said he's injured, obviously, a bit late for you. Yeah, it's a couple of times it's happened to me now this season. Um, I've caught your bad luck. It's contagious. Um, Although your first bench player has come in. Is it Craig Dawson? Nine points? Yeah. Or... Mm. I, I would have rather had Firmino, but yeah, it's, a, it's nice to have some bench points coming in. I went for Firmino just because I thought, I'm, with my strategy being to free hit 27, similar to you, and then probably wildcarding 28, having Firmino against Leeds and Norwich just seemed like a great, like the upside there just seemed amazing. He'd just come off a great goal against Inter in the Champions League. And he always has a little spell in the season where he gets a few goals, like goes on a little spell. So I was hoping that that would be it but I probably would have been better off well I definitely would have been better off going for the alternative which was Lacazette and Diaz so my two transfers were Saka and Firmino and the other option was Lacazette and Diaz which yeah would have come out better and obviously ruin ruin the uh, decision not to do Ronaldo to Kane for an extra minus four which, yeah, Kane could end up with a monster score, depending on what happens later this week. So, some some slight regrets, but can't complain overall. So, I'm, I'm so you... on 60, by the way. So, 60 points. And, yeah, as you say, I've got Craig Dawson coming in for Firmino. So, 69 so far. With one, two, three, four, five, with six left to play. Well, seven, if you want to include Salah's that extra game as a triple, aren't we? Yeah, I should probably mention here, actually, that uh, the other thing that worked out well for wildcarders this week was Cancelo and Bowen Blanken, because that, that was one of the main... They were two of the main players that wildcarders didn't have, the single game week players with decent fixtures, so them two both getting one, you must have been pleased about. Yeah, yeah, obviously, I thought thought City would get a nail down for a clean sheet against Spurs. Didn't see that game coming at all. And then, yeah, Kulidevsky scored, and then the rest. Game was just manic after that, wasn't it? Yeah, so that I think that about... Shall I move on to the next yeah. slide? My, my rank didn't move so far. I'm still around 102k, 122k, sorry. Um, Closing in, like... Hard- been hovering around that 100k mark for like eight weeks just can't can't move stuck in stuck in quicksand at 100k so yeah i thought next we talk a little bit more here about the chip strategies so me and you are now on different chip strategies because you're a snake so it's quite interesting though for i guess for people listening uh people watching on youtube as well 
that we've got different strategies because then bits of what we'll say will apply to different people. So on that Friday when the fixtures dropped, I then decided that the wild card in 28 was the best option for my team. So when those new doubles come in 28, 29, if I wildcard then to bring those in, and because the players that I want to bring in in game at 28 that'll have doubles also play in game at 30, it means I'm set up then not to use the free hit in 30. So I'm quite happy to play the first free hit chip this game week. And then I shouldn't need the second one until game week 33. So yeah, I decided that was the best route for my team. Um, I guess you've already talked about what you're planning, but have you got anything to add? Like, what do you think of doing it my way? Uh, I mean, obviously that Chelsea Norwich game in 28, I think you're going to be in a stronger position. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, And yeah, the idea probably for you is try and save your transfer 29 and then 30 when the FA Cup fixtures, you're going to have two, two transfers anyway to bring, to bring your team to 11. So yeah, I think I think I think either my strategy or your strategy was was the right thing to do. Um, I know there's people that are going to be wildcarding a bit later, but I do think there's potential to maximise this schedule here. Yeah, so I'm not planning to bench boost in the next year. Currently, I'd, I think I'll still aim to use it in 36. But what, what's your plan for the bench boost? I think that Arsenal Chelsea game, yeah, 28, because I think. I think pretty much every player would be doubling. I'm trying to think All who right. wouldn't be. Uh, yeah, so fingers crossed for that. I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's all I have to say, I think. Fair. So um, what would you say to people who maybe have already used one of their three hits? Sorry, it's just Liverpool that I wouldn't have blank in sort of the three there. Uh, three Liverpool players won't have a double. What was that? Sorry. If if you've only got one free hit left, which is a lot of people are in that situation, would you? And you've got a few Liverpool Arsenal players this week. Would you use the free hit? The free hit you've got left. This. I mean, it probably. Save? It probably depends how how much cover you've got of these popular players in twenty seven. Because on paper, this twenty seven fixture looks great, doesn't it? For Tottenham at Leeds. City at Everton, United at home to Watford, um, even defence now for United, even though it doesn't look too great. We know how um, shot shy of Watford are. So, yeah, Luke Shaw or someone like that. Um, yeah, it's just whether the fixtures are going to be that good again for the free hit um, in the running, which I'm, I'm not too sure will be. But then if you can cover six or seven of these key players, then it probably isn't worth it. Yeah, I think if you decided on that, it'll be important. We mentioned last week to use one of the tools online like FPL.team or Live FPL's Fixture Planner. Just work out with the the tool on there that lets you see what your team's going to look like in future weeks, see how many players you're going to have with doubles and how many players you're going to have blanking in each week. And that should help you decide which week you're going to suffer the most damage in, depending on what chips you want to play and what you've got left. So yeah, that was what I was doing on Friday, Friday evening, once those new fixtures dropped. Um, 
Yeah, it's quite handy having that having that tool because trying to picture in your head what your team's going to look like in four or five weeks' time is uh, <laughs> is difficult. So, anything else to add on on the chips? Um, I don't think there's anything else. But the, the the bench boost one is the main it's the main thing I still need to think about. I think uh, whether I use it in because I've got the option to use it in twenty nine because there's doubles then as well. It's just mm. whether I was just it's just about deciding whether I want to use it twenty nine or the massive double game week in thirty six. So yeah, that's to be so that's TBC. Not sure yet. Are we are we done here? Yeah, cool. So uh, for for the podcast listeners, I'll just reiterate what what we've got on the screen here. So for me, it was free hit this week, wild card in twenty eight, and there's the next lot of doubles. Um, bring in players for 28 and 29 like a mix of those teams of doubles that in those two weeks and because the players that I'm bringing in then especially the ones that double in 28 they have fixtures in 30 so I think that's teams like Villa and Leeds etc they play in the blank game week so it works out well for, for my team to wildcard then get those in don't have to use a free hit in 30 executive summary alright move on so we're going to start talking about this week, why it's a good week to free hit it, essentially, and the best players to bring in for one week only. So for the YouTube viewers, you'll see here it's a chart from TED Talks, FPL. These the graphs, what do you call them, graphs, charts? They're, yeah. they're quite handy just for visualizing stuff like XG and the difference between a high quality players getting high quality chances and players getting low quality chances. So, um, just to give an overview for the people listening on the podcast later on, essentially the three best players for this week, which kind of, I guess you could say it's obvious, but you'd maybe expect Ronaldo to be higher. But yeah, Son, Fernandez, and Kane, the top three in terms of, um, the highest numbers of big attempts. Um, and then at the bottom, well, towards the bottom, you've got players like De Bruyne, Foden, Pogba, Rashford. They're sort of getting the lower quality chances. Um, so, yeah, I think in a in a one-game-week period, it makes sense to target the players that are getting the big chances because they've got a higher chance of returning. Whereas, say, over a six-week period... Foden, who's sort of in the middle here, with his value, you'd be happy to bring him in because if he gets lots of the small, the small attempts, the small quality chances over a while, he is going to convert some of those. But on a free hit, one week only, it's worth paying the the premium here for the players, for the players getting the high quality chances. So, yeah. But before I waffle on for ages, anything you want to pick out from this chart? Um, Bruno, for me, like United have not followed too, too closely over the last few months. But then I watched the Leeds game, and just how how high up the field he is, like he is pretty much the focal point, is he? I know Ronaldo was buzzing around around him, but yeah, I was just I was just surprised at how involved he was at the at the key end of the pitch. Obviously, he had a tactical switch, didn't he, Ragnick, when the results weren't going too well, and he's he's really benefited from that. And I actually think playing people that have him. Long term, not just a free hit. He, he's he's suddenly become a really good option again. I think. 
Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how much of this data. So this data we're looking at here is for the last six weeks. So that would have been around the change, wouldn't it? Yeah. But I wonder how much of this has come just from the Leeds game. Yeah, true. Because like we said on the podcast last week that Leeds just always seem to struggle with midfielders running from deep. So, yeah, Bruno's just typified that perfectly. And him and McTominay have done that in the past. Like, yeah, he got a hat-trick against Leeds in the first game of the season, didn't he? So it seems to be a bit of a a thing with teams playing Leeds and the second midfielder scoring well, which brings us on to Son. Yeah. So yeah, Son could maybe outscore Kane this week potentially if that pattern continues. Because yeah, they just leave themselves so open for that for that run from from because it's man to man marking. Once you pass your man, that's it. <laughs> You're through. So yeah, Son, Son and Kane both seem like the way Leeds play. Just no brainers to have in, don't they? Q a two nil loss. Because don't forget, Spurs come back, come off the back of three defeats before that City game. Like, all well and good beating City, unbelievable performance. But yeah, the last three, last three games beforehand, there's no, there's no, um, nothing to say they might lose that game against Leeds. Obviously, everyone's just thinking now. It, after that game, high on confidence, they're going to wash the floor with Burnley. Going to wash the floor with Leeds, but yeah, it'll just be it'll just be interesting to see that Burnley game on Wednesday well, and Leeds see whether they can back it up. I think they might struggle against Burnley because the trend seems to be just Spurs under Mourinho, Nuno, and Conte is that teams that sit in and can defend well, they struggle to break them down. But teams that are open and that they can counter attack against. For example, like what they did against City, you can't do that against Burnley and Wolves, hence mm. the the recent losses. But Leeds, they aren't gonna, you know, they aren't gonna sit in and play a low block, are they? No. So I think there's a, there is a higher chance of the, the best players doing well against Leeds than against Burnley potentially. I mean, I'm definitely gonna pick them, and I think everyone will on free hit for me where this free hit is going to be won and lost is most teams are going to have nine, eight, nine players the same, aren't they? Um, obviously, Pope in goal, Burnley defender, go on, Vergost, I can carry on. But um, yeah, it's it's the people like Mares, Sancho, Foden, uh, Pogba potentially, De Bruyne. That, that fourth or fifth midfield choice, I reckon is going to be what makes or breaks the, the free hit because everyone's going to have Bruno, everyone's going to have Son. Uh, everyone's going to have the same strike force Kane, Veghorst and Broha probably Cancelo uh, me uh, and then yeah and then probably the fourth defender whether it's Shaw well third defender whether it's Shaw or someone else so yeah it's, it's those players in the central area that I think are going to be interesting around the free hit but before we actually get into our free hit draft because obviously not everyone's on free hit if you were taking a minus four or using your free transfer to bring in just if you're going to bring in two players from like from that's a bit long term not long term but like say for example to cover the damage the best like who would you go for this week son or Kane if you had to pick one from the Spurs boys Kane I've got back up what I picked in my card I don't know uh who would you go? Uh, given it's 
Leeds and the, just what I've been saying about the the trend of them conceding from midfielders, the I'm gonna probably go for Son. I can yeah, I can fair. just see Kane in his little dropping into that deep number ten position, just slipping it through to Son for a hat trick. It, it obviously won't quite work out that way, but would it be surprising equally? Um, should we move on from this and get on to um, the team? Um, oh, hang on. We've got here... I wasn't expecting this slide. Hey, uh, hang on. If you uh, carry on, if you go to the next one, mm. maybe hit escape and refresh. The changes might not have pulled through. I have added the three hits in the... This is where the fact that we're a raw, unfiltered podcast will stress that we're the, uh, we're the most unprofessional FPL podcast in the business. Um, why, why is it working so slow? The, po- the podcast listeners be really, really enjoying. <laughs> Do you want to maybe, maybe sing a little song? Fill the gap. Here we go. They've added in. Yeah, view it from the from seventh slide. Okay. Six slides. Okay. Yeah. We'll start with yours. So, yeah, this. So, yeah, I'll read out the free hit draft I've put together. So, it's Pope in goal. Uh, obviously. Burnley have got a double. They've just got clean sheets. Potential there for Pope to get a decent score over the two. Just a generic 3.9 cheap goalkeeper available. Not even heard of that guy, but just a placeholder, really. Any cheap cheap goalkeeper. And then the three defend. I think this formation will be 3 4 3, the way I'd play it. So I've gone Ben May for the reasons, same reasons as Pope. Cancelo and Aitnori. So Cancelo obviously had him all season long, most of us. And Aitnori, I've gone for won the price, 4.4. The Wolves defence is decent. And he's, I think he's got higher potential in a one game week period for an attacking return than the defenders. Could get an assist. I think he came. He got one at the weekend, did he? Ain't no worry. All right. Um, I did saw it, he did not assist for the second goal for Paul Dance. He might have passed it to someone who he might have assisted the sister actually. Right. He, he had a shot in the box as well. Just went just wide. I think it hit that. What's that post called that's behind the actual post? The thing that like stanchion. keeps the net stanchion. That's it. That word was escaping me. Um, no, he didn't get it. He must have passed it. To, he passed it to Dendonka. That was it. Dendonka got this. And then to fill up the two bench spots, I've just gone cheapest chips, Simicas, 3.7. And then Ben Johnson, because Sufal's not been playing recently. And then Fredericks started at the weekend, but obviously wasn't to Moise's liking. And Johnson came on for the second half. So I, mm. I, I think now Ben Johnson's got a chance at getting a run at right back again, like he had at the start of the season. Uh, what I would say there is, if you've 
someone like you who's got more team value than me would probably be able to get a better first um, first bench option for the, for the defenders. But uh, with my team value, that was the best I could do. Uh, and then for the midfielders, which is where the party is this week, uh, so for the for the four in the three four three, it's Bruno, Mares, Sterling, and Son. Uh, from we just had the we were just talking through the big quality chances and all that stuff before on the previous slide. Mares and Sterling, Sterling's getting the most chances to actually score, like highest quality chances, xG chances to to bag, which makes him the most likely one, I think, in a given game week to get a hat trick or something. And then Mares on pens and decent, mm. a decent assist threat. Like his creation numbers are decent. And in terms of pet roulette, well, I think Mares will definitely play because he didn't play Spurs game. He came on, but City looked a lot better. Sterling's probably the, the risky one there, but he's a lot less risky than Foden, I reckon, and a few others. Mm. Yeah, so I, I, I think given the whole roulette thing, like I, I'm not considering captain a City player, but g- given the play in Everton, I think the last two times they played Everton, they've put like three or four past them as well. Uh, I was listening to the FPL FPL wire boys discussing the City versus Everton fixture just before we came on, um, and yeah, just they're not really impressing that much under Lampard are they Everton so I think it's worth taking the risk of the the rotation and taking it on with the best City players who, you can afford, who did I they think. say were the three best options out of interest was it these three I think they went Morris top Sterling second and then yeah Cancelo third how, how, how would you order it I, I, I think I'd actually go these, Sterling these, top these are the top three right yeah, but right. if you were literally ordering it one, two, three, what would you do? Uh, probably Sterling top, Mares then Cancelo. Because yeah. Cancelo had a very poor game against Spurs. Like he probably will still play against Everton, but that's just something to keep in the back of mind. He might uh, play Stone, Stone, Stones again. Put the port left back. You you don't know. And then the strikers. Just to round off my draft, Kane, Breuer, and Veghorst. So, people who got Veghorst last week, obviously pleased with his his returns at the weekend, and with with the double, with it being Crystal Palace and Leicester, both susceptible to set pieces and conceding from corners, etc. I think Veghorst looks a great option. Probably going to be the standout captain choice. But yeah, we'll talk about that later. And then Broya, Southampton play Norwich. He's been d- doing really well for his price, basically. Having him there at 5.4 enables the rest of it. And Kane, we talked about Spurs and Leeds conceded so many goals. So yeah, that's that's my team. I've um I went for Dewsbury Hall as my fifth midfielder, just because say if one of them doesn't play. I think Dewsbury Hall is an all right option to come in off the bench. Let's get on to your your draft. It's pretty much the same, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Good to see we've both shown a bit of originality. Obviously, these teams, a lot of people free hitting. The free hit is a differential in itself, isn't it? So 
even though a lot of teams are similar, not everyone is playing the free hit. So that's what makes it differential. But yeah, in terms of difference, I'm probably pretty set on 10 of these. It's just the last defender. So Pope, Cancelo, me, Fernandez, Son, Mares, Sterling, Veghorst, Captain, Kane, Broha, like yourself. And then potentially, I think I can stretch Livermento to Shaw at home to Watford, which I probably will do. But then it comes off the back of United's Champions League game. And obviously, Dallow got his rest at the weekend. So there's nothing to say that Shaw might get his rest against Watford, might he? And Tellez might come in. So that's the only interest, that's the only doubt in my mind. And, but yeah, that, that, that'll probably be the final decision. But in terms of free hit, I actually think it's a straightforward decision this week. Um, I know we could try to sell our podcast, but I don't think there'll be too, not too many teams are going to stray from this. Are we? We're going to run through three differentials after this, but yeah, in terms of probably what I go for, that that'll be that'll just, be just just with, just with this draft before we move on. Are you happy with that with that bench? Because there, there's a chance Livermento doesn't play. Mm. Southampton, they've been some weeks they've been playing Perot, and uh, some weeks. Cal Walker Peters has been moving over to the flank. So there's I'm not sure it's a lock that Livermento plays. Would you not maybe consider having a better first bench option given you've got the money? Potentially, although he did play the last game, didn't he? And they played very well in. He got an assist. Um and he's only not been playing because he's been coming back from injury, hasn't he? Before his injury, he played pretty much every game. Uh but I get what you mean around the uncertainty. Because yeah, I think because the thing is, is that while he's been out, Kyle Walker Peters and Perot have been playing really well. Southampton in general have been playing really well. Mm, yeah, and I'm not not saying that was because the momentum wasn't playing, but the fact that the other two have just done decent just puts the slight slight doubt there. Um, I so think I anyway, to... I might move to Shaw anyway, and just hope that he plays that Watford game. Can, can you afford Maguire? Maguire is a bit more. Is Maguire five point five? Is Maguire is he five point five? Yeah, I, I can't see without that. I'm I'll have a look. The, I'm, yeah, I just. Uh, I don't think I could stretch that much. Just if if we operate on the uh, the popular bus theory, to two coming at once. He's finally scored scored a header. Man United finally scored from a corner after having about one hundred and fifty of them this season. Maybe maybe he'll get another one. Um, but yeah, unlikely. But yeah, if you, I just if you've got the, if you've got the money there, Maguire is maybe a slightly better option uh, just for that that slight set piece threat. The security starts, I reckon. Mm, yeah, that's the other thing. Tellers, Tellers has been out with COVID and stuff, so maybe he could come back in for sure. I was just trying to work out whether that. Hmm. One other thing while you're looking at that, obviously... I'll be 0. 0.5 short, I reckon, Maguire. Right. Not everyone will be able to put this draft together, people who are free hitting, because not everyone has the same team value, especially as you. Uh, there'll be a lot of people who want the same team value as me, even. Of the big hitters here, which one, if you had to sacrifice... To go to the cheaper option, which one would you make the sacrifice? For example, would you do like Maris to Foden, or would you do Fernandez to Sancho, or like which? Where would you look to maybe make make some money back if you couldn't quite afford this draft? 
Probably uh, in terms of sacrifice. Probably Sterling, I reckon. You just Sterling to Foden? Yeah. Mm. I mean, if if both Sterling and Mares both play, then I'd probably say Mares. But I, th- I just think there's less uncertainty around Mares playing. I could be I could be very wrong, but who's who am I to second guess? Pet. Sound. Uh, yeah, I think we'll go into the, the differentials. Um, the differentials now. So my for those who are living on the living a bit more aggressively looking to come out of missionary and get themselves into a reverse cowgirl um i think if Region's fit for the differential different defender for the wildcard for the free hit draft sorry i'd go for Region. for this similar reason to son i just think Leeds will struggle to track the runs that he makes he's been unlucky not to score recently and yeah, I just think there'll be so many goals in that game, the way Leeds play. And uh, he's got the most upside of any Spurs defender. And then for the midfield op- differential option, I've gone for Sancho. He's having his best spell of the season. Uh, he looks to be someone who ran Nick trusts now. He's playing 90 minutes more often than not, starting over, starting over the likes of Rashford consistently uh two assists at the weekend uh i, I actually think w- with what you were saying before about where you'd save money if you couldn't afford this draft we've got on screen i'd go i'd consider sancho over fernandez rather than foden over sterling um i just think that there's be way more goals in the city everton game than there will be in the united watford game so i'd rather have the best possible options in the city game and make the sacrifice in United's game, if that makes sense. And then for the striker, the differential striker, I've gone for Che Adams. Uh, he's going under the radar because of, he's more expensive than, than Brower. But um, I think for points-wise, he's actually been outperforming Brower. So che, che Adams, if you've got the money there to, to splash up front. What, what about you? Interesting. I think I think Defender probably probably be United one, whether it's Maguire, Shaw... Even Dallow, because he got his rest at the weekend. Obviously, Wamsak played okay, but not too great. So I, I think he'll probably will play that Watford game. Unless Wamsak is now in Premier League games and Dallow might get the Champions League. Um, Maguire's obviously more secure, but I, I think I'll probably get in the United back line. That'll be my differential. Midfield, obviously, we've got two Spurs boys there. Uh, other one who uh, puts it to the side, Kulievsky. Uh Nice price as well. I think he's only six mil, six point five. Uh, so yeah, great differential and great price for those who um, want to use the budget elsewhere. Uh, another one in midfield probably would be Corne if you don't want to go to a defender. Um, Is he fit, Corne? He, he came, did he come off injured in the? He seems to always come up, come out with a bit of an injury doubt. That's a bit, just yeah. Double check on that with with Corne. Did it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Dice mentioned something in his press conference, didn't he, about he's still not fully fit from AFCON. He's not got a flag, but yeah, yeah, worth right. keeping out. Play 54 minutes. Um, and then striker, I think, is a tricky one. I think those three just scream to you, don't they, this week? I think it's it's, it's quite straightforward. Obviously, City have not got a striker. 
Ronaldo's not much of a differential, or is he? And I don't think he's looking that great either. I'm glad I got rid of him. Um, it's a tricky one, the striker position, I think, this week. Uh, I'm trying to think who... I guess I guess Hipponez, maybe, is an option. But at the price, it's tricky to go that far. West Ham away, yeah. Um, yeah, or Palace, Edward. Yeah, I think what you said before about playing the free hit itself being a yeah. is important to remember. And um, I think the striker one's tricky. It's got just straight away from them three. I reckon a tricky one, just because those three just screen. I know Adams is a probably a nice one if you don't fancy Broha, but then yeah, why would you risk going against the main man? So yeah, yeah, and you're locked on Vegas as your captain then for this week on this free hit. I think so. I think you've got to play a double, haven't you? Yeah. Um, I think the same for me. If I was to waver, it would be Son or Kane. I think there's the potential for Son or Kane to get more in that Leeds game than Burnley doing the double. But yeah, it's that's maybe where some people might decide to... Like if you've got like a template pre-hit draft like, like this, you could maybe... Live a little with your captain choice if you if you fancy first to continue that form that they showed against City against against Leeds. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you chat chat this. This is the uh, what we were mentioning before, wasn't it about the rearranged fixture for twenty eight? Yeah, just a quick one on this because this is obviously changing all the time. Um, so Ben Krellin now thinks. There's only going to be two updates to the schedule before the international break, which is after game week 30. So hopefully we'll be locked in now um, for a nice few game weeks, 7, 8, 27, 28, 29, 30. Um, obviously 28, the big decision is whether it's going to be Chelsea v Arsenal or Norwich v Chelsea. I think that's around, is it broadcasters? It's because 28 midweek is Champions League week, so that's the reason it might not be Chelsea v Arsenal. Just because broadcasters yeah. might not be too happy, so that might that be the reason might go Norwich Chelsea, but we'll see there. And then thirty the thirty blanks, um, obviously going to be the FA Cup. So yeah, keep an eye on FA Cup results and what that means. Obviously, we'll know by the end of play after the final FA Cup game what those blanks are going to be in thirty. So yeah, hopefully not too much will change now um, until the running thirty-one to thirty-eight, where yeah, that's not as clear at the moment. So yeah, what I'd say here is that if you aren't on free hit uh, and you've got those Chelsea players who've got a blank this weekend, if you've still got Rudiger, for example, I know some people just kept Rudiger. It's worth keeping him now, isn't it? If you can. Mm, yes. Because then you've got him ready for this period. Yeah. So yeah, th- th- this is where, yeah having some form of way of looking at what your team's going to be like in the future comes into play, um, looking at where these fixtures might fall. I think it's, it's going to be an interesting fixture change. That It's either going to be victory for those wildcard 26 or those wildcard 28, isn't it, that fixture? Because Norwich Chelsea suddenly becomes a triple up for those wildcard 28. Yeah, suddenly becomes a good strategy. So, well, yeah, yeah, it's... I'm not sure exactly who the third option would be for me for Chelsea, given how the Kaku's playing. I guess you've just got to take that gamble. Um, I guess we've talked a lot about 
the future weeks, haven't we? And do, do, do you want to maybe discuss a little bit of Captain 28? Yes, this yeah, is obviously so... the big big double, isn't it? Uh, uh, you got Southampton, Newcastle, Wolves, Leeds, Villa, Watford, and then potentially probably will be Chelsea. Um, and they'll have either Burnley and Norwich or Burnley and Arsenal. Uh, ought to be Arsenal because it be Chelsea v Arsenal or Norwich, so it'd be Chelsea v Norwich. So I think if Chelsea get that double, they suddenly become the best captain choice, uh, don't they? Uh, looking at the ones there, the Villa ones doesn't look too bad, but then they've started, they've st- stalled a bit, haven't they? The past few weeks after after a great start for Gerard. Well, it's, you, you were laughing at me last week for calling them uh, for cat said they were catfish. Uh, so yeah, they definitely trolled trolled lots of people. Uh, Luca Dean, another 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 trap I've fallen into this season. Uh, I seem to always fall for Luca Dean. Like even when he was Everton, I just get sucked into his set piece threat and oh, he's going to get an assist from a corner and all that jazz. Um, but yeah, it's never happened for me while he's in my team anyway. Um, I think that's is that is that everything for this week. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, yes, uh, obviously a lot of it is focused on the free hit this week because Callum and I are both going to be playing that chip this week, most likely. And hopefully, for those of you who aren't on free hit, it's giving you an idea of maybe which players you want to use your free transfer transfers on. Um, and I, I guess covering their cost and... One of the Spurs attackers is probably the priority if you're just looking to get through this week without playing the free hit. That's probably sound advice, that isn't it? Those two, yeah. Co- co- cover the main captain and then cover the player in the most expensive in the most explosive game. Uh, if, if you've got if you've got two free transfers, maybe you could add in add in one of the city players. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll be back next week, hopefully at a more normal time and. We'll have a bit more time to put something together. A tricky week this week with uh, just everything being so close together. Um, but yeah, good to get something out and good luck for the rest of this double game week and next game week. Yep. All right. Catch you next I'll time. See you next week. <laughs>